from the studios of Adventist World Radio in Pune. Hello and a very warm welcome to our international English service. In our program today, we bring inspiring music and interesting nature study. With more music coming in, we shall end our program with a message from God's Word. This is your host Sharad and I am Maureen and you are listening to Adventist World Radio, The Voice of Hope. Let's begin our program with a song.
To know more on God's Word, you could also write to us. Here's our mailing address. Adventist World Radio, Post Box Number 17, Pune 411001, Maharashtra, India. You could also email us on AdventistMediaCenter at gmail.com. You may also follow our programs on our website awr.org slash English program. Before you hear God's word, here's another song.
time to hear God's word. Good day listeners. Today's title is Recipe for Revival. How many of you like good food, especially the ones which come on photos or some sort of a snapshots? You know, you look at it and your mouth begins to water. And so very fast you search through your Google and to try to find out the recipe for that food. Similarly, today we have a recipe for revival. Yes, my friends, our church and we as individuals, we need revival in our lives. Let's read 2 Kings 18 verses 5 and 6. Hezekiah trusted in the Lord, the God of Israel. He held fast to the Lord and did not stop following him. You know, for many years, the kings of Israel and Judah hadn't led their people to follow God's law closely. The laws God outlined for Israel in the first five books of the Bible had mostly fallen into disuse. Many people worshipped pagan gods. Those who still followed the true God often did so without a clear understanding of who he was and how to worship him. Hezekiah came to the throne as a man with a mission. He was just 25 years old. He knew what he wanted to do, and it was to follow God all the way and take the nation along with him. You know, I have an illustration from Mark Finlay's devotional, Solid Ground. Let me tell you about a friend named Milton Shustek. He had pastored a Czechoslovakia during the years of Soviet domination and religious oppression. When the communists took over his country, Shustek wanted to be free to minister to his Sabbath-keeping congregation in Prague. But the communists had other ideas. They were determined to send all ministers to labor camps. Milton knew they wanted to send him as far away from his congregation as possible, to the coal mines in the north. But he figured out a way that he might be able to stay close to his pastoral work in the city. There was one job nobody wanted, and that was to clean out the sewers. Nobody wanted to climb into those narrow, filthy culverts, hundreds of feet under the city streets. Milton decided to go see the communist officials about that job. But first he got down on his knees and prayed. Jesus, he said, I want to worship you every Sabbath. Please help me keep your law and be faithful to you. Milton was ushered in to see the local official. He said, I understand you want to ship me to the mines to work. Let me tell you something. My grandfather worked in the mines and my father worked in the mines and I am willing to work in whatever mine you send me to. But I have a suggestion. You need someone to do the worst job you have. I know about it. It is climbing down into those sewers and I am willing to do the job. Why don't you assign me to clean the pipes of Prague? 
I'd be happy to do it. The communist official agreed to give him the job. I will never forget the look on Milton's face when he told me this story. He admitted it was a very tough job, very dark and lonely. But every day was worth it, he said, because I could worship God with my congregation each Sabbath. God has his faithful people in every age. There are lights shining in the dark place. Milton Shustek was willing to serve God at any cost. God took care of him and he will take care of you too. God works miracles for those who trust him. When in faith we take hold of his strength, miraculous doors open. He opened them for Milton Shustek and he will open them for you. We will never see God work miracles in our lives if we live lives of careless compromise. Compromising denies God the privilege of working a miracle to deliver us from our dilemma. Stand firm, don't lose heart and watch God open doors. God uses his dedicated followers who are willing to make a total commitment to him, just as Milton Shustek. We find Hezekiah used his position of power to lead his people back to God. He too used the opportunity which God gave him. Hezekiah was a breath of fresh air among the kings of Judah. He was a king who determined to serve God the way King David had done. He instituted a program of national reform and led to a great spiritual revival. This lesson focuses on two of Hezekiah's initiatives. Number one, restoring the temple and its services. And number two, renewing the observance of annual Passover festival. Before Judah could experience revival, there had to be preparation. Hezekiah called on to the priests and Levites to help him with the restoration of the temple and its service. In order to do so, everything that defiled the temple, everything that related to the worship of false gods had to be disposed of. The people of Judah did the same in preparation for the Passover celebration, throwing down false altars and high places to get ready to worship the true God. When the Passover feast came, it was such a joyous celebration that it ran an extra week by popular demand. That's the sign of a real revival. When people just can't stop worshipping God. Do you think that our church community needs a revival today? Remember that revival within a community begins with individuals making a radical commitment to Jesus. Revival isn't about going around telling others what they are doing wrong. It's about being so committed to Jesus that others will want to share the same excitement which you have. The history of Israel and Judah was a roller coaster of falling away from God, then coming back to Him. The revivals during the Jews' return to God 
were usually led by a powerful charismatic leader who was completely committed to following God and challenging others to do so too. One such revival led by John the Baptist paved the way for the coming of the Messiah, Jesus. The history of the Christian church has seen the same kind of pattern. As Christians grew lukewarm and unconcerned about religion, God always raised up leaders who were willing to dig deeper into the scriptures, challenge people to change and lead a revival. Revival can happen in any church or any community, but it always starts with someone who is willing to place themselves completely in God's hands. Anthropologist Margaret Mead said, Never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world. Indeed, it's the only thing that has ever happened. You know, God calls each of us to a renewed and closer relationship with Him. He wants us to be, like King Hezekiah, willing to follow Him all the way, whatever it takes. That kind of commitment will lead to change, not just in us, but in the world around us. Whether or not you think of yourself as a leader, you do have influence on those around you. If you determine to follow God completely like Hezekiah did, you can be a positive force of change. As you go through this day, I'd like to encourage you to think about this challenging statement by Sister White. A revival of true godliness among us is the greatest and most urgent of all our needs. To seek this should be our first work. This must be earnest effort to obtain the blessings of the Lord. But because God is not willing to bestow His blessings upon us, but because we are unprepared to receive it, our Heavenly Father is more willing to give His Holy Spirit to them that ask Him than our earthly parents to give good gifts to their children. But it is our work by confession humiliation, repentance, and earnest prayer to fulfill the condition upon which God has promised to grant us His blessings. A revival need be expected only in answer to our prayer. Yes, my friends, today you and I need a revival. But instead of looking at others and looking at the community first, we have to be committed ourselves individually be committed to God and His bidding. And soon others will see that change in us and they too will begin to follow. Let's bow our heads for prayer. Thank you, dear Heavenly Father, for giving us this wonderful lesson today where you have once again showed us that it is through our influence many can come to you. Dear God, bless us so that we make a commitment to you today. Help us so that we have a revival within ourselves first and then become an example so that others will follow our lead. Thank you, dear Heavenly Father, for listening to my prayer. In Jesus' name I ask. Amen.
the sun's gone down and my night's closing in. I'm sitting here all alone, trying to figure out why life seems so unfair. For this world is too heavy for one man to hold. I'm feeling like it's spinning out of scriptures says your world is a lamp for my feet and a light for my path psalms 119 verse 105 indeed my dear listener what a treasure we have in god's word the holy bible is relevant to today's issues and gives solid guidance for daily living
with this we have almost come to the end of our program to learn more on god's word we would love to receive your letters on adventist world radio post box number 17 pune 411001 maharashtra india you could also email us on adventist media center at gmail.com we invite you to follow our programs also on our website that's awr.org/englishprogram this is your host sharad and i'm maureen signing off from adventist world radio do join us again along with your family and friends until we meet again via radio we wish you goodbye and god bless you